0: Hi everyone, how are you? I hope you're well. Um, We are having a hard week uh, (laughs) after months of social distancing and being super duper careful and really doing everything that I thought we were supposed to be doing. Um, We've been exposed to COVID and so right now we're in about day five of a quarantine and it's harder than I thought it would be. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's weird to have this thing that you've been dreading, um, happen. And then there's this also this strange, like waiting period as we try and like figure out if we're going to get this thing or not. Um, but all said and done, I feel very, very lucky to be, um, we, we all seem healthy. We are able to socially distance and quarantine ourselves for two weeks and as depressing and sad as it is to not be able to, um, be enjoying everything. My area is just starting to open up and I had been really looking forward to maybe relaxing a bit, Um, but I guess this is a good sign not to relax uh, with this thing out there. So one of the things that we've been doing uh, to entertain ourselves this week is my daughter and I, um, right before we found out we had this, I um, inherited this huge stash of yarn. Like, really huge and really nice stash of yarn somebody on my buy nothing group um, was going to give it to our local um, creative recycling art material shop but they are not open yet or they have very limited slots for donation and so she said does anybody want this and I had put my hand up and said yes and got it little did I know how much it was and it was like a range of emotions. It was like elation and then feeling completely overwhelmed by it. And really, um, even stuff you love um, (laughs) at a certain scale can cause stress and anxiety. And some of it has to do with, like, it really pushed pressure on me to really think through how I, what my relationship is to stuff and to art materials and art making um, uh, all along. Because, of course, my first response was mine, mine, mine. And then my second response, equally troubling, was give it all away, right? I don't deserve any of this. It's selfish to hoard this. And what I've been learning instead is watching my daughter's approach to this has made me feel much healthier about this because she has um, a different relationship to art making supplies. And she sees the potential, um, you know, just for having this much fantastic, high quality material. I mean, she was just in heaven, her like, eyes like bugged out as much as mine. And she doesn't knit, I mean, she's learning to knit as I talked a little bit before, but her primary interest in this is wrapping things. Very interesting way she like wraps sticks and figurines and plastic spoons. Um, and I think it's just about enjoying the tactile visual beauty of this crazy, amazing material. So we got all this stuff and included a lot of minis, like little fingering um, minis. I think kind of from advent calendars a lot. And the the person who I inherited from had admitted that she stress-purchased yarn um, to deal with anxiety. And so this is someone else's... um, Stash, And I want to be really careful with it and celebrate it. And, you know, when I took it, I promised her that I would find good yarn homes for it. And I am starting to. So one of the things that I'm having fun with is really thinking through, like, you know, it's it's not all of them have their tags. Not all of the weights are available. But I think because a lot, most of it is fingering weight yarn. And, you know, when you knit for a while, there's, like, lots of projects out there. With, like, I mean, a single, you know, Stephen West shawl would um, take care of this. I was looking at the painted bricks. Um, as I was trying to figure out and amass how I would use all this personally myself and why I'm rambling about this today. And what I wanted to come on here and talk about is that my daughter and I instead took a different approach this morning. So I got up and, um, I, you know, my daughter has been using the materials and she's been going through them really fast and it has been creating a kind of sense of (laughs) horror for me. It's really hard for me to watch her use this stuff and not become, um, I guess what's the what's the word it's the, the uh, scarcity a scarcity mindset right because I'm like no each time she like takes something and wraps it I'm like well that's one less mini that I have to play with that's one less option that's um, available from this and it stop stops looking like art material and starts looking like clutter um, in my brain and my anxiety starts to kick in and really I should be holding on loosely to this stuff it's not wasn't mine um and she's using it. So where where's the problem, right? She's using, and who doesn't want to use beautiful art materials, right? Everybody does. So I've been working on that. But then I had this idea that I saw online. I think um, one of the people I follow on Instagram was talking about, I think it's Natalie Remembrance Pottery. And I never buy pottery. I, it's one of those things that I love to look at, but I never splurge for myself. And she has beautiful stuff. So if you have the means, I would definitely check her out. Um, Although it's very hard to find when things are even in the shop. She's um, a slow maker and a really beautiful artist. But she was talking on one of her stories about um, using up yarn scraps and creating her own yarn advent calendar for later this year. And it just dawned on me like, like a light bulb that, oh my goodness this is what I can do with all of these minis, right? I've never splurged on a yarn advent calendar. These, oh my gosh, they're so expensive. And honestly, I feel like um, I do love, I'm not terribly religious. And as I've said, probably before holidays, super duper stress me out. Maybe I haven't and I should talk more about this, but I think anybody who lives with the disease of alcoholism does not love holidays. There's a real sense of dread, I think, that comes from any kind of pressure valve release where everyone else sees joy. We all, I I shouldn't speak for we, I always saw um, sadness and worry and wondering um, what would happen, right? A lack of control that would really spike my anxiety. So anxiety, you know, I I do generally, um, though, like before I was in this marriage, I always loved Christmas and Celebrating it in a kind of seasonal way that's not about the gifts, but really about, um, I don't know, the season, right? The sort of slowing down and being quiet and making things and giving gifts to people. I really do love to give gifts to people. And um, so when she said that this is something that we could do, right, that she was doing, that she's creating her own advent calendar for herself um, because she recognized like, money's tight for all of us this year likely and we're not going to have um, the wherewithal maybe in the budget to splurge on something like that. Why can't we reuse our yarn scraps and create our own gift? Because of course, whatever I put together now, four months in the future, I'm probably not going to remember what it is. So that's what I woke up this morning and I just was like on a mission. I'm like, I'm going to organize these materials. And Ideally, I'm going to do this for my daughter. I'm going to create like an, an advent calendar for her. Cause I clearly, she loves this using these materials, but Rick, you know, right now we're sort of feeling overwhelmed by them and they don't feel joyful. So what if we took some of them and pack them away and save them for later? So I got them all out and I laid them down and I just started making gradients. I just made rainbows as many different kinds of rainbows as I can. And, when she came down and found me there was a few of them on the table and she immediately um, saw the potential of this idea that we could give ourselves gifts and that this would be really joyful and she was unabashed about the fact that these were gifts for us that we were making presents for ourselves and I love that so much that there's a way in which she sees or has not yet learned um not to put herself at the top of the list and I never put myself at the top of the list so um we started doing this we started wrapping them we made like um again like just tiny little packages and numbered them some are 10 some are 13 they're not really great as advent gifts because they're not 24 but I realized that it's really not about that it's really about this sort of present to our future self um and it was so much fun and then like my, my sweet girl is so talented and boy would she be great at marketing because then she started naming them and so we have um neon rainbow and um, rock rainbow which is um, a kind of earth tones gradient and then we have pastel rainbow and we have blueberry slide which is not surprisingly um like a tidal pool <laughs> effect anyway super fun lots of like Joy, right, in the wrapping and the presence and the sort of sense of creating um, some sense of order from chaos. And the other thing that I love, which is reusing even the tiniest bits of scrap feel like a gift when somebody takes the wherewithal to organize them in a meaningful way. And then art, right, again, if you have constraint, then suddenly um, ideas become more present than when you're dealing with an overwhelming um, mass of stuff. So what I was thinking about today, then, is gifts. (laughs) The long, oh my gosh, the 12-minute intro to the theme, sorry for that, Uh, is gifts. I've been thinking about gifts, and I've been thinking about this just in terms of myself, um, in terms of Brene Brown's work, The Gifts of Imperfection, um, which of course doesn't, you know, what a great title, and how hard as a concept. (laughs) <laughs> to embrace one's imperfections as though they were gifts and not something to hide away and be shameful of. And um, so I was thinking today about knitted gifts of imperfection. And, and I thought I was going to come on here and talk about um, presents that I've received, knitted gifts that I've received from others, which are not surprisingly not many. I feel like I've given many gifts, um, but I haven't received many. And I'm thinking about that because one of the things that happens when I make something for someone is that um, I get very shy in the moment of giving. And I feel like this is hinged to Brene Brown's work, which is that I'm afraid that I'll be seen as um, caring too much. Um, And then also that what I've made isn't good enough. And that's because I have confidence issues and self-esteem issues that I'm working on in my therapy and that certainly this disease has, um, I, It's not the cause of those, but it's certainly um, an accelerator of them, especially as I learn to practice a facade. I think where the disease does hinge to this or connect to this is that I got very good at lying to myself and to others about how bad things have become. And I got used to presenting a fake and inauthentic version of who we are as a family and who I was as a scholar and as a person, that stuff was not impacting me and that I could handle this and it wasn't that bad. But when the reality was, it was horrifyingly bad. Um, And I could not um, deal with it without my life, like literally crashing around me. Um, And That certainly, you know, and I was knitting all these gifts and giving these gifts and feeling this weird sense of anxiety about them um, in the act of giving, that there would be some sort of way in which uh, the facade would, you know, fall and they would see what was really happening. Or even weirder, that I cared too much about them, that like, obviously it takes so much time to make this hand knitted thing. And to give that to someone is really making yourself vulnerable and saying, I care about you, I care about you a lot. Um, And here you go. Here's a weird object (laughs) that shows you how much I care about you that you may or may not like and you may or may not value. And certainly I've been thinking about this with my daughter as she made all these beautiful gifts for my husband for Father's Day and then really worried that he would not be in a place to be able to receive them. And truth be told, he wasn't and he didn't receive them well. And I know how much that hurts when you make something with love, and it's just ignored or worse, belittled or um, forgotten or not even valued. And all of that there is embedded in these gifts. And um, I started to get really overwhelmed by that and really me-centric. And what I thought instead would be really interesting is to think about how it feels when I receive a gift like that. And I have. I received my friend, my best friend from graduate school, one of the first knitted object she ever made was a scarf for me it's out of this beautiful silk alpaca and I love it and it's a first scarf (laughs) it's in seed stitch it's not wide enough um but I um treasure it and it's color blocked I think she ran out of yarn and used another one um but for a first object it's pretty amazing and I kind of know what that is and so even though I think I could um redesign it if I needed to I don't I love it exactly as it is because of the way in which it was given to me and what that means um I also received uh, from a graduate student when my daughter was born a hand knitted hat out of sock yarn and oh my goodness you know um my second she was my second and you know it's different And I had postpartum and I was trying to get tenure and I was so um, depressed and overworked and scared about how and what it would mean to bring another child into my family. And my, that was one of the low points of my husband's drinking. It got better after that, but that was one of the, like, it should have been a warning sign. And uh, anyway, my graduate student that I was working with who knits all the time, like, even while driving, which I've never wanted to ask about that. Uh, Scares me. Um, But she made a beautiful, beautiful um, hand-knitted hat out of sock yarn for my daughter. And it was so functional and amazing. And she wore it all the time. And I now make a replica of that hat for every, like, newborn in my life. I just think it's such a useful gift. Um, And then my mother-in-law came over recently and asked me to help her mend um, dish, dishcloths, <laughs> hand-knitted cotton dishcloths. They were sentimental to her. They're like nothing special from my point of view, but I know how much they mean to her. And I have a, a vexed relationship with my mother-in-law and I wanted to do that for her, but I'm thinking now I, I don't have the ability to. I'm too angry and I don't want to prioritize my making time that way, which sounds horrible, but There it is. I'm not going to do something that I'm going to resent. Um, But I do want to get them back to her because I do know that that gift that was given to her um, matters to her. And they're not mine, To I don't want to be hurtful about it. I don't want to be spiteful. I want to set a boundary, but I don't want to lash out. And so I want to get them back to her so maybe someone else can fix them for her. And then finally, I inherited this very weird 80s sweater um, that when my one of my best friend's mother knows how crazy I am about knitting and she dug it out and wanted to give it to me because it was, she didn't make it, but it was handmade. It was handmade. She bought it handmade and she wanted me to see it as craftsmanship, which I mean, what a beautiful gift, right? I am not using it, um, but I can admire it for the the work that went into it. And I just love, love, love that my friend's mother thought of me as somebody who could appreciate the workmanship and wanted to share it with me. So I'm going to end there because I have been rambling today. (laughs) Anyway, I wanted to um, just encourage you to, oh, I don't know, share your gifts (laughs) with the world around you. Gosh, I say that and it sounds so easy to do. And even as I'm saying it, I'm thinking in my head, like, why are you saying this, Holly? You can't do this yet. So maybe maybe that's false and inauthentic. So I'm going to not say that. I'm going to say it instead to um, cherish the gifts that you receive. And maybe if you have some extra things that you're feeling overwhelmed by, maybe set some of them aside and give a little gift to yourself in the, in the future, um, that maybe future, you will know what to do with them better than you can right now. It was so fun to wrap up presents for myself and I hope that you indulge the inner eight-year-old within you and you find joy in the giving to yourself or to others. Take care and hopefully um, I won't have COVID and I'll be back next week. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.